Hey, it's Brian Buford from the Employee Success Center at the University of Louisville. And I love nothing more than helping people find meaning and purpose in their jobs. So join me here to talk about how we can make each day at the office a great experience and learn from the stories of amazing people who are leaning into their gifts and talents, all to help you be your best self at work. This is the Employee Success Podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a great conversation planned today about a really important topic. I'm hoping those of you who supervise other employees, who are leaders, uh, who work on a team will really take to heart the conversation we're going to have today about the importance of recognition. Far from just a nice bonus or an add-on or an extra, recognition we are learning is really at the heart of a great organization and folks who are more productive, who are more engaged, who are more tuned in, uh, are, are folks who are regularly receiving recognition at work. So we're going to talk about that today. And we have with us, I'm very um, excited. I've been looking forward to this for a long time because my teammate, colleague, Laura McDaniels, is joining us today. Laura, welcome. Hello. We've been uh, anticipating you being here for yes. a conversation. And this is just probably the first of many to come <laughs> because Laura's work, you all, covers a lot of territory here at the Employee Success Center. So there's a lot to talk about. Uh, but today we're going to you know, just narrow it into this area of recognition. Now, let me tell you just a little bit about Laura. Okay. Uh, Laura is the engagement specialist at the Employee Success Center, uh, and she oversees onboarding, communication, uh, this idea of recognition. Uh, she's the producer of the Employee Success podcast, so she's the one who makes it sound good. And bring and, it to life. Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. <laughs> I just go, I just talk and talk and talk, and then Laura makes it all make sense, so it's great. Um, Long-time HR professional, worked mo many of your UofL career, has been working in human resources, um, and also a pretty recent UofL grad. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. We uh, had a conversation recently about going back to school as a full-time person, and you're a great role model for that. You did it during the, the pandemic yes. with two little boys at home that you were trying to wrangle and yeah. educate. I studied with a kindergartner and a third grader. <laughs> That's perfect. A, so mom, <laughs> so you're a mom, you're a mom to two uh, wonderful boys. And also the mom, this is very important to me, uh, the mom to a two-year-old golden retriever. Yes. The sister to my two-year-old golden retriever. Yes. So you're Auntie Laura. Yes, at our Uncle house. Brian. You are Auntie Laura, yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, welcome. And I can't wait to dig into this with you a little bit. Yeah. You're going to give us, I think uh, what's going to be exciting is that you have, um, this is a, important to you, a topic that's important to you, but also you're creating some tools for our folks here at UofL to use. And you're going to tell us a little bit about that as we go. Yeah. yeah. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. We do. Did yeah. I leave anything out of my intro? Is there anything else you want folks to know about you? No, I think okay. you got it. Yeah. All right. All I right. think that's it. All right. Well, listen, before we get into some of the nuts and bolts and things that people can actually start to, to do and tools they can use, will you just talk a little bit your own kind of, I know this is um, your work, but it's also important to you. And Tell me a little bit more about that. Your, why is recognition an important area to focus on for you? 
Well, I think that, of course, being in HR, you hear about that as part of it. Um, it's a big part of what you know people want to feel in the workplace is appreciated. I mean, you want to feel appreciated in all aspects of your life. You want to be appreciated by your family and by your work and all that. Um, and I think that over my time in my career, I've gone through different levels of that. And every time that I was ever recognized or appreciated, it changed my motivation level. And I kind of sensed that like, OK, all right, they like this. They like what I'm doing. And it kind of helps my engagement. So I figured if it helps mine, I think it can help others. Um, and I've also reached sort of that point where I realized there were times where, you know what, I'm not feeling recognized for what I'm doing. So I think that sometimes people also want to recognize people, but they don't know what to do or how. So that's what I've really enjoyed is being able to create tools to help people easily recognize people. It doesn't have to take like a big chunk out of your day or your time and it can make a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I completely agree. I, and I've, I think I've experienced both in my career as well. Times when I worked for someone or was part of a team where what I did was noticed and appreciated and someone uh, knew how to appreciate me in a way that felt affirming. And I've been in, in uh, jobs and career paths where that didn't happen. And man, oh man, can I feel the difference between the yeah. two when I think about them just what a difference it made. I, I'll just tell a really quick story. The, you know, the, the most important um, moment for me was many years ago. I was also working in HR. This was before you were working in <laughs> HR. We, did, we missed each other a little bit passing in the night. We did. I had a new, so, so a new uh, director of HR who said two things to me. He said, one, you know, you're really good at what you do. I, I notice, I see you doing this and you're really good at it. And no one had ever said that to me before in quite that way that I could receive it and hear it. And it was powerful. And then the second thing he said was, but you've got a lot more potential. You, there, I see more in you. And so it was both like, it was recognition of like, I see what you're already doing. And I also see yeah. that you're a person who you're, you're, you're doing about 50% of your capacity and it changed my life. I mean, it changed my whole career because he was right. I yeah. was like phoning it in. I had been for probably a couple of years. I was getting by and I was getting good performance mm -hmm. reviews and everything was fine, but no one had ever like really, I was like, nobody's paying that kind of attention to me. And it's that attention, like, I see you, I see what you're doing, and I also see what you're capable of that can be so powerful yeah. and can change a person's path. Yeah, and I feel like that's something that can make a huge difference. I, I actually sort of experienced something somewhat similar when I was working in HR. I, I did not have HR in my background. It was not my degree. It was communications, um, and it just was a career I fell in. And there was a point where I kind of was wondering if I could do more. And I did have a boss at the time encourage me to get my certification. Um, yeah. So I ended up getting my SPHR. If you had asked me like at the time, if I, I'd be like, there's no way I can pass that. And she gave me that same affirmation. She's like, you don't even have any idea what you can do. You know, you can do this. You do it in your daily work. And so that encouragement helped me as well to take that next step. And then my next one after that was getting the master. So, you know, it's just step by step. But having Absolutely. someone encourage you, appreciate the work you're doing and recognize that you can do more can help guide you. Yes. Through the through your steps in your career. Yes. 
that, that you know and these are just like this is just feedback that we're receiving from people it's not even like um yeah you know i think we sometimes make things huge and like expand like what's the budget going to be for that when really we're talking about yeah we can't give bonuses sorry we don't <laughs> right. have you know yeah right. it doesn't right. have to always be that right laura i want to make a little bit of a business case here for the folks who need it and and that is why it, why would we why would we invest so much of our time and energy in creating these recognition tools why does it matter? What would you say about that for, for supervisors who are like, we're super busy. I don't have time yeah. to always be like noticing everybody. But there is actually a, a real business case here. Yeah. I mean, it's not just Brian and Laura saying that you need to recognize people. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, there is a lot of research out there that shows that it makes a huge difference. And when you notice it in your own life, you're not going to be the only person in the world that notices it, right? So you got to think as to how you can make that difference. Also, we're all very busy. Um, our jobs here and anywhere, everyone's busy. Everyone's got a lot to do. And sometimes you might think you don't have time to carve it out for recognition. But recognition doesn't have to be huge. And we can talk about that a little bit more later, different ways that we can recognize people. Yeah. But I think a lot of research has shown that just a tiny bit of your time can make a huge impact. Absolutely. Have you seen that too? Have you seen some numbers uh, where they uh, kind of talked about? Yes, absolutely. I, in fact, I did a little bit of research. You know, one of my favorite organizations to go to for uh, information about the workplace is Gallup. Gallup has uh, really looked at some of the factors that lead to employee success. And these are things like productivity and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, retention, holding on to great employees and recognition now, they, they uh, added this element of regular, so not just one, like not every couple of years, but on a regular basis when employees are getting uh, that positive recognition, people are noticing what they do, their engagement goes way up. So mm -hmm. just an example that, you know, the, one of the, the top reasons, and this is across all research, one of the number one reasons why people leave organizations is a lack of recognition. It's not, it's not pay. It's, you know, it's not the benefits package. Uh, all those, those things are important, right? But it's recognition yeah. uh, that keeps people uh, engaged and excited about being somewhere. So that's one thing that right. comes to mind. Yeah. Recognition and appreciation for what you're doing. I think that there are certain roles that sometimes tend to not get that sort of appreciation or recognition as much. And they tend to be some, some support roles. You know, you might be early in your career, you're doing um, just behind the scenes, supporting other units, supporting other departments. And the only recognition you might get is if something goes wrong. Um, but there's so much that you're doing behind the scenes that, are, that goes right. So if you're the supervisor in that kind of a role, that's, that's the kind of people you want to make sure that you're recognizing. You're not just recognizing maybe the top layer of that team when they present it, you know, and here that's amazing, great project going, here's who actually really got this started or worked on this piece and just really recognizing the, the team as a whole. And that's where you can bring that recognition in to individuals so that it doesn't become the number one reason why they <laughs> leave. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and the research is also pretty clear that uh, we generally, people feel a lack of that. Yeah. So, um, you know, high numbers of folks say they don't get any regular praise or recognition when they do good work. And so it's, it just says to me it's important for all of us to really kind of be more intentional, to start mm -hmm. to really focus in. 
we might think, I think a lot of times when I talk to supervisors, they say, um, you know, I appreciate my people. Um, but then the question is, how do you appreciate yeah. them? How, do and they where? know? Yeah. And, and where and why? So, and, yeah, so and that, when, because and, right. we'll talk about that too, but like one of the biggest things is that it's timely. That's like, right. was it a year later in their performance review when they forgot what the project was or was it in that moment? That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. So really thinking and it's recognition is, uh, there are two participants in recognition. There's the, you know, if I'm the supervisor or the mm-hmm. team member, I'm the, the deliverer, but there's also the receiver of the right. recognition. And if I think I'm delivering, I think if I think I'm appreciating people and they're not feeling it or they're not hearing it, then we've missed it. So we're going to talk a little yeah. bit about that. So yeah. may, maybe that's a good segue. Okay. W- Laura, what do you, when you think, I know you think about this all the time in your work <laughs> at the Employee Success Center. So what, when you think about recognition, what comes to mind for you? What are the kinds of things that you're including in your conceptualizing of recognition? Well, you know, honestly, when I think of recognition, I think of it as a broad thing. Formal, yes, there is formal recognition. We have awards. We have, you know, things that you can do formally. But really, it's also informal. And how you do it can make a real big difference. Like you said, if the person is receiving it, isn't quite, you know, understanding that you're trying to recognize them, then it's not doing any good. So there are some tips that I've kind of done some, you know, looking around lots of different places. I mean, you could Google for days about recognition. (laughs) But when you're really thinking about ways that you can make your recognition impactful, I think there's a couple tips. So I'll kind of go through those and we'll see what what you think of it. We can talk about them. The first one is that when you're recognizing someone, you need to be specific and relevant. And then I'll add to that also authentic. Because if you're just saying, good job, Brian. You're like, okay, well, that's great. But if you're like, good job giving that presentation, it was so well received, you connected with the audience. When you're being that specific, it, I think it gives people more of an understanding, one, that you really saw what they did and you're not just checking it off your box. Yes. Like, oh, I need to thank Brian for that. But also what it is that you thought was good about it. So that's one. I love that one. I think that's so important. It's like that really seeing somebody mm-hmm. and um, it's the attaboy, you know, like someone yeah. who goes through the office like, good job, good job, good job. But we want to know that we want to know that you specifically yeah. know what I did that was good. Yeah. And you're you're able to reflect that back to me. Right. Yeah. I can think of one time once there was somebody and it's a, it was actually in a previous job where they came through and they were just like, great job, Laura, you do awesome work. And I'm like, I don't think they even know what I do. <laughs> like, I've never worked, you know, like, I mean, yes, you know, yes. so, you know, it, it felt not, okay, thanks. But do you even know yeah. what I do? Yeah. So the, so there's mm, a, there's that connection. Yeah. The impact so is probably, impact. It, was a, it was a limited impact. If you, if you didn't have a sense that yeah. they knew. And it feels more authentic. It feels more authentic. Yeah. Okay. That's a so good that's one. So that's kind of my one thing. Yeah. I think the second one that I kind of already mentioned is timely. I think you want to make sure that you're giving someone recognition within a certain amount of time of what it is you're recognizing. Um, if you notice someone has done a great job on a project in May and you're like, I'm going to put that on their performance evaluation, which is next March, that employee might leave in November because they don't feel recognized, Right. So you can still put it on the evaluation, but also do some immediate recognition at that point. Thank them at a team meeting. Send them a thank you note, um, an email, 
just something like that can help them feel appreciated in that interim time. Yeah. Yeah. So getting it, the closer you can get it to the the thing, the better. I mean, even, I mean, I'm wondering if it's always appropriate, but um, even when you're in that moment... You know, yeah. you finish a great, you, you, um, presentation's a, done. You get right? a great yeah. presentation as you come down off the stage. Yeah. It's like, man, Laura, that was really good. I love yeah. the way. And hey, let's talk tomorrow in our one on one about some of the specific things you did. I mean, maybe as you're walking off the stage, we don't want to like, you know, completely debrief. <laughs> let's have a debrief right now. <laughs> but closer. Yeah. I mean, close, closer close to, to the it time. Happening. Yeah. Um, Gallup says every seven days, I receive praise or recognition every seven, seven days, at least every seven days. Is there uh, sort of their marker of like great engagement? So that's a good way to think of it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can't always immediately, like you said, walk off the stage. All right, let's let's talk about this. Yeah. What was good? What wasn't good? Um, but yeah, I think if you do that recognition a lot more frequently, it can still be recognized down the road as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we have these annual awards. Yeah. Do that. But if it's March and the annual awards aren't till next January, don't wait for it to be that long. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Any okay. other tips? So that's two. Yeah. The third one that I think is connecting to the big picture and to your organization's values. Oh, so for us important. here at UofL, we have our cardinal principles, which are our values. Yes. And I think that if you can say to someone, okay, what you did is great, but this is how it's affecting the university or your organization or wherever it is, that can really make you feel like you've made an impact. Yeah. So, yeah, really tying it to that, uh, th- that vision, mm-hmm. to those values. Of course, when you share a little bit later about some of the specific things coming up, we have awards now that are mm-hmm. connected to our Cardinal Principles. We so Cardinal we're really Principle able. Champions. Yeah. And you know what it does? <laughs> it helps it like sort of show people what it looks like uh, because we're recognizing people when they live in those principles. So right. I think that's so cool. It's not only a way to recognize people that is relevant and yeah. timely necessarily, but also educating them on the overall organization and so that they can see how they are making an effect. So, for example, at the university, how are you impacting students if you work with students? How are you impacting employees if you work with employees? Because we have all sorts of different roles, patients, you know, the community. So that's a great way to do it. Absolutely. So that's that one tip. And then my last tip is to make sure that you recognize people in different ways. Oh, yes. There is formal, there's informal, how people want to be recognized. And that's one thing we can talk about. There are different ways that people (laughs) like to be recognized and not everyone is the same. (laughs) I love this because this is actually an aspect of recognition that I've learned from working with you. Um, And I appreciate it so much. I used to say you know, I have taught like supervisory courses for a long time. And I used to say, uh, criticize in private and praise in public. And to me, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned, I can see that. what I've learned, I can see uh, yeah, why that makes sense to you. You know me well now, <laughs> you know, like a uh, ticker tape parade, uh-huh. like a banner. Cheers. I don't know. Applause. A balloon, balloon. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I love it all. I want all of it. Uh, What I've learned from working with you is that um, there is a people like to be recognized in different ways. Yeah, we all want to be recognized, but also like what resonates with us. So my uh, story about that is that you and I had just started working together and I was so excited about working with you because I just you're so smart and you're so good at what you do. And so we were in a big meeting uh, in a like a big theater style 
And when I went up, I said, can we all just give Laura McDaniels a big round of applause? Laura, can we stand up? Stand up. Come up here, Laura McDaniels, <laughs> to the front of the stage. And, um, and everybody applauded. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, this is um, because that's what I like. Yeah. So I'm like, of course, that's Ryan what I Ryan would have been running rap, laps around the I would room. Run, right. I was like, that's what Laura <laughs> likes. Five. And then later, I don't remember, you had a very, you were so diplomatic and so like good at saying like, thank you. You know, I'm not, I do really like to be appreciated, but not necessarily dragged up on the stage. I might probably ask you to say a few words, which you is have, probably yeah. like your least. Yeah. So I learned from you <laughs> to, to get, so it meant I had to get to know you better as um, colleagues to understand what your preferred way of being recognized is. Yeah. And honestly, I remember talking about that with you. And I remember th- it made me think more that I don't think I'd ever thought before how I liked to be recognized. Isn't that good? Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like I was realizing it's not that I didn't like being recognized in front of a group. Every, I, I shouldn't say everyone. I don't mind it. Right. I like being appreciated. Uh, I probably would have preferred to stay sitting and everyone applause and we move on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's the introverted side of me. And then I, you know, so I just think that it makes me realize that. And so one of the things that I have in that conversation sort of sort of looked into and and read about more is languages of appreciation in the workplace Mm -hmm. and how as a supervisor, when you're trying to find out all the skills and tools and knowledge that your employees have, finding out what their preferred appreciation language in the workplace yes. is can make a huge difference in the impact and the authenticity of it and also just their comfort level, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, so there is actually a book. It's called The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace. I think it's really one of those it's connected to the five love languages, which a lot of people know about those. And I think those are great ways to connect in your personal life and to translate those into the workplace, I think is really fascinating. So the five different ones that they list for, and we'll put in the show notes, the book, if anyone's interested in finding it is words of affirmation. And according to research, more than half of people prefer words of affirmation whether it's written, verbal, whatever. Oh, to know. Yeah. But how they receive those words of affirmation yeah. can vary. Where they receive Where it. Where they receive right. it, exactly. Mm-hmm. The second one is quality time. So the ways that you can help people in that is by maybe finding time for mentorships. Yes. Finding time for get-togethers Ooh. with the team. Mm-hmm. Finding time for check-ins. Like, let's just weekly check-in and how are you doing? How's the work going? Those people that prefer quality time, those are ways you can connect with them. Beautiful. So those are kind of cool. Acts of service in the workplace, that can be you pitching in to do a task that they don't want to do in a project, like a menial little task. You know what? I'll take that. Just let me fill out that spreadsheet or whatever. Yeah. That's a way that you can show your appreciation or bring a coffee. If they're a Starbucks, stop on the way in, get them there, you know, get them their latte. Just little things like that. So yes. those are ways that you can do that. Tangible gifts. What's your first thought? You're probably thinking bonuses, money, raises, right? It's not even necessarily that. They say it's just um, time off is yeah. one of the biggest um, sort of tangible gifts that people like. Yeah. Um, or just milestone gifts, something personal to the workplace, something like that. You know, it's on that particular yeah. note, one thing we did on our team, that I think others could replicate is um, we we did a little email yeah. survey. Uh, Megan and our team put it together saying like, what's your favorite? Like if you uh, what's your favorite 
What's your Starbucks yeah. order? What's your Starbucks order? What's your favorite order? drink? Yeah. If you got a $5 <laughs> gift card, where would you want where it to be? A $10, 25 yeah. um, You know, things, you, food you don't like. So yeah. I don't want to bring you, if you, you know. If, yeah. Um, don't bring me Jello. Yeah. Don't bring, <laughs> don't bring Jello. Don't bring, yeah. So. Um, uh, Not that you would. So, but. so those are small, those are small things cost wise, time wise, but, but big yeah. impact. Yeah. Exactly. Especially if you find out that someone on your team likes tangible gifts. Right. It's something that to them, it means a lot to them. It means a lot to them. It doesn't have to be a big tangible gift, but just something. Yep. Um, and then the last one is in the workplace, appropriate physical touch. Obviously, it's something you always want to ask somebody with their preferences before that, but some people will love a high five, a yep. great presentation. They want a high five, um, maybe a fist bump, a handshake, something like that. Or maybe, you know, a quick hug if that's yeah. something that they prefer or like. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a hugger. Yeah. I'm a, I'm like all <laughs> the physical touch, but um I do have to like ne- negotiate that and navigate that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily like it, and you have to think about supervisors and And COVID changed some of that. COVID <laughs> changed some of that. When yeah. just like I wouldn't just hug the president spontaneously. Yeah. I'd want to know that that's okay and so yeah, I think yeah, so it's good to know and I love that you said you had to know for yourself, yeah. how do I like to be recognized? And then learning about then the other folks on your team, like how do they like to be recognized? Yeah. What means I think by going through the process of kind of learning about the different languages in workplace appreciation, it's not just learning about other people. It's also about learning about yourself. And if you've never really thought about it, it you can't expect someone to appreciate you if you don't know how you want to be appreciated. So yes. take that time to sort of go through the process yourself. Be like, what do I like? Like, when was sometime I felt uncomfortable in That's appreciation right. um, or not even uncomfortable or just sort of a little like embarrassed, which was me when you had me stand yeah. <laughs> unprepared, mm-hmm. but appreciating that it was done. Right. Yes. You know, there's another lesson for me in that story of dragging you up in front of everybody. <laughs> and that is um, I could have. And I might have even initially said, oh, Laura doesn't like that. So I'll never we're never going to recognize her in a group again. But that's not actually right. It's more nuanced than that. And I needed to learn that about you. It's not that you don't ever want to be publicly appreciated. It's, um, you know, it's it's things like maybe don't bring you up to the front of the room or ask you to spontaneously say a few words or so that because I could have like gone to the other extreme and said, well, I'm never going to do that again because she didn't like it. So yeah, and no that more... could make someone afraid to give that feedback. Yeah. Like, I remember when we were talking about it, I was just jokingly like, oh, no, I, that was so embarrassing. Like, yeah. I, you know, and then I thought, well, I don't want him to think, though, I didn't appreciate yeah. that. Like, yeah. I did. Let's just like maybe I can communicate the next time. Yes. How it could go. And the fact that you were open to that feedback is good, too. Yeah. And I would just say for supervisors to really um, to really be open. The goal here is to engage and uh, make people feel appreciated. So when you get that feedback, you know, ask more questions. It's good that we talked about it more than just um, briefly, because I could ask you more questions and say, well, you know, what does feel like appreciation to you? Yeah. Tell me more about that so that I can really match what I'm feeling, which is how much I appreciate what you've done to something that you're going to receive instead of just getting like sort of defensive right. or saying like, okay, well, that's it. You know, you'll yeah. never get another. <laughs> you'll never. I tried. And I here's know, what you, right. you didn't she like it. Really so like, you didn't right, appreciate right. my appreciation. No, it's just like we continue yeah. to learn. It's, you know, our relationships are work are like our relationships in the rest of our life. And we learn about each other the closer we get. 
to our friends or our partners or our kids, you know, um, yeah. we learn um, how to match uh, who they are, you know, yeah. how, to, how to match our efforts to who they are. Absolutely. Yeah. I know between my two kids, they have very different methods that they would like things to happen. Yeah. And we take that time typically to learn our family, our spouses, our friends. Um, so we need to take that time for our colleagues as yes, well. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we spend a lot of time with our colleagues. <laughs> we spend a lot of time here more than we do with folks at home. Sometimes. So, um, okay, so this is really good, Laura. Um, I'm wondering, can we talk then a little bit about some of the things that you've created uh, that people can start to use? Yeah. Because you've got some great tools out there. People don't have to start with uh, nothing. Yeah. So tell us, and, and also let's acknowledge that for you, this is a busy time of year because we, <laughs> we call this award season, award season here at the Employee Success Center. Yes, it's like Hollywood, but it's U of L. <laughs> there is a red carpet in our we closet, you all. So yeah. it is award yeah. season and we will be getting We inherited that, that from we HR, yeah. Yes, well. Yeah, so um, I think that when we started the Employee Success Center and we were thinking about the different ways that we can support recognition, it wasn't just taking on the things that already existed. It was developing some new tools. And when we were looking at recognition, we really sort of narrowed it down to different categories. So we had, let's say, let's think about it as excellence awards, their mm -hmm. annual milestone awards and on the spot recognition is kind of the three that in my mind, I separated them out to mm -hmm. because they're all important, but they're all different. So when we're talking about on-the-spot recognition, that's the one where we created the cardgrams. The cardgrams, card yes. The cardgrams are my baby. I love the cardgrams. Um, and the cardgram, what it is, if you haven't seen it yet, is a email, a quick little email that you can send to somebody. We have, we've created some different ones over the past couple of years. We have a thank you, a congratulations. Was there a you rock? You rock. We have a happy birthday one now. We've had some seasonal ones. So yes. thankful for you one where anyone at UofL can just go fill out a quick little form, put the person's email address, bam, it shows up in their email as a cute little image, a nice little um, picture and just thanking them, con yeah. congratulating them on a job well done or any sort of just quick note on the spot you know what, Brian did a great job on this. I'm going to send him a quick cardgram and thank you. So that was a fun one that we created. Um, it's been really well used. I yes. love seeing the numbers for it. Yes. Um, I think the one thing I'm the most proud of with it is just this past Thanksgiving, just sort of last minute. I'm like, let's throw together a new one. We haven't done a new one in a while. So I made one called Thankful for You. I put it in one U of L today, the week of Thanksgiving. <laughs> and hundreds were sent. I mean, hundreds. that is incredible. So I love it. I loved being able to see that many people respond to it and just think about, you know what, here's the people I'm thankful for. Let me send them a quick little note and let them know. Yes. Um, so that was a fun challenge. So stay tuned. I think we might have more of those. They're all, we're going we're gonna <laughs> to always continue to add new ones. Yeah. Um, we will put a link mm -hmm. for, for people to go find yeah. those. We'll put cardgrams in the um, podcast show. Notes. I say bookmark that link yeah. uh, so that you can get to it quickly. Remember every seven days. Um, I try to make a practice to just send a thank you note of some kind and you'll tell us about others, but um, a few times a week yeah. to somebody, somebody that I've interacted with or somebody on my team and a card gram just makes it makes it easier. So easy. easier. To do and it. it's a it's a fun little like 
pops up in your inbox. You've received a card, Graham. It's just, I think, a fun little thing for people to get. I've even heard, I want to say it was in one of our earlier podcasts, maybe with Dr. Shuck. He was talking about on Friday, set aside some time. Yes. Like, I'm going to talk Friday from one to two. I'm going to send out a couple card grams. Yeah. Or I'm going to you know, send a quick, quick email or a phone call or something just to appreciate people. Now that's it. That's an electronic option. Yes. I know that, um, you've also created a print version of that card we or do. like a, a postcard. postcard. Um, I, I listen, I'm old school here. <laughs> I love, a handwritten handwritten, note. I love a handwritten note. If you want to, you know, uh, listeners, if you want to like, you know, engage, make me more engaged. If you are tired of looking at your computer screen yes, and typing, yes. we have card gram postcards. So if you've been to any of our events, we bring them with us. So we have them at our uh, big events and our small monthly get together events. Um, so you can always grab one or two then too, and you can use those as well. Or a stack. I see people grab like a stack of them. I've seen some people grab stacks before. And I'm like, yeah, if yes. you're using them to appreciate people, yeah. then yes, go for it. Yeah. So that's your, so that's this broader, That's the on the spot. This is on the spot. Yeah. The, the broad category of on the spot recognition. And then the next one would be uh, these award, like president, presidential yeah. awards. So excellence or awards. Excellence awards. Excellence Thank awards. You. So here at UofL, what we manage in the Employee Success Center are the Presidential Excellence Awards. I know many other units and schools have some of their own awards, which is amazing. That's great. But for university-wide, we have the Excellence Awards, and that is the award season we are in right now. Um, So nominations are open. The deadline is February 15th, and we've got, we decided we needed more. So we created more. (laughs) We did. (laughs) The Outstanding Performance Awards, Distinguished Faculty Awards, and the Formerly Supervisor of the Year, now Outstanding Supervisor Award. They've been around. The university has been doing those for many, many years. And it's been a great way for people to be recognized. So we're taking those and we're upping it by adding a few more. So the one you talked about earlier, connecting it to the values, we created Cardinal Principal Champions. We give eight of those a year for the eight Cardinal Principles, which are... Here's your quiz. Community of Care. Accountability, respect, <laughs> diversity and inclusion, <laughs> uh, integrity and transparency, noble purpose, agility, leadership. Yes. I do this every, every Monday week. in orientation. I can say them in my sleep now. <laughs> yes. Every Monday, Brian goes through the cardinal principles. I, I knew do. you could do it. So we have one for every single one of those, which is a really, like, I've loved seeing that one. Me too. That one's for faculty and staff. It can be for anyone at the university. Too, if Laura. you have ever seen somebody showing amazing work towards agility, yes. leadership, accountability, like, that's a huge one, I think, and integrity. We also added in a team impact award because sometimes the success is everyone's success and not just an individual's. That's right. And this is the best way to really recognize every person on that team. So those have been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We've gotten some really great teams Mm -hmm. um, nominated. The first time we did it was last year. So we've had one official winner, the Peace Center. Um, But hopefully we'll get a lot more. So it's a great way to hear how people are recognizing teams. And that can be a team that is cross university, across the university. It doesn't have to be one team. The Employee Success Center team, right. let's say. It can be right. a collaboration. It can be a collaboration. How many times do we work with other departments on teams? We have committees. We have all these great things. So It could be faculty, could be staff, faculty, staff student students employees. Students could be on the right. team. Yeah. I mean, right? Anyone who worked together towards a common goal that succeeded. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So that's the Team Impact Award. 
one of the other favorite ones that we added last year was the elevated George J. This is my very Powell favorite. Distinguished Staff this Award. This is my favorite. You want to talk about that one? I, yes, I okay. thank you. I love this one so much. I know because you do. Because <laughs> we, um, one, because of the namesake. Yeah. Many and many of you out there know George Howe. Uh, students over his 50-year career at UofL will often say the person who had the biggest impact on their life was George Howe. He's one of my, I'll get like emotional. He's one of my, um, he is one of my heroes in life because he's kind, he's compassionate. He puts people first. I mean, just beautiful. And so we uh, got feedback when we opened the center that we have this beautiful trustees award for faculty excellence, kind of a career of service, like a career achievement Achievement, for faculty. And I love that we have that. And those folks, we've had that for years yeah. and those folks get really wonderfully recognized at the board of trustees and, but that's for faculty. We didn't have a similar award for staff and someone gave us that feedback, a couple folks. And we thought, you know, you're absolutely right. This is, it's really, for a lot of our students, the person who made the biggest difference in their life is a, a staff member. Yeah. Um, and in many ways, you know, staff just make contributions that are so beautiful. So we, so we were we wanted to create a companion award, and that's what has now become the George Howe Staff Leadership Award. It's a distinguished kind of staff. Distinguished. Award. Thank you. I knew you would uh, know the, <laughs> the distinguished staff, and it's really to recognize someone for uh, you know a lifetime contribution to our campus in whatever regard. So um, this first recipient this last year was Marvin Mitchell in athletics who uh, we will surely invite someday to come be a part of the <laughs> podcast episode because yeah. he's, a, he's an amazing person. So I'm really excited about that one, Laura, because it really helps us, you know, it helps us recognize the contributions of everybody, right? faculty and staff. And now those two award winners sort of do the circuit together. Yes. They, they yes. go to the board of trustees. We recognize them yeah, at our, at our reception. Yeah. So yeah. that one, that one's a really exciting one that we yeah. added last year as well. So like, as you can see, there's a lot of options for recognition in the formal sense at the university. And so if you're listening, I would highly encourage you to think of someone who has made an impact who have, you have seen mm-hmm. maybe do one of these. And spread the joy between the awards and what you nominate mm-hmm. them for. Mm-hmm. We award 10 Outstanding Performance Award winners, one Outstanding Supervisor, eight Cardinal Principal Champions, one Team Impact Award, and one George Howe Award. So that's a good bit of winners there. Oh, and of course, our distinguished faculty as well. Yeah. Um, so there's plenty plenty to go around. So, yes, deadline's February 15th. <laughs> yes, we we will uh, include the link. We are yes. promoting that heavily. So you yes. all really be thinking about. And what I would say is um, think about that unsung hero. Yeah. Think about that person whose impact is great, but maybe doesn't uh, always get recognized. Because that's the goal here is to really make sure that people are appreciated. And we sometimes miss or we assume and we don't want to do that we want to really really like recognize our great folks well and for something like the outstanding performance awards you can nominate um anybody it doesn't even have to be someone that reports to you or that's in your unit so we have seen some cross you know unit nominations like one group they all got together um i don't know if this is last year the year before i can't remember and nominated the custodial worker that works in their office because she makes a huge impact on them and does an amazing job, and they love they love that. 
Um, so it doesn't even have to be, you know, a person that works for me. So kind of great. So, yes, yeah, that was fun, it? that was a great example of someone who really does amazing work, right. makes a big difference, but uh, had not ever been right. recognized. So exactly. we were, we we're always, <laughs> listen, we are always so excited when we get to um, recognize people that we know right. have not been recognized before. So exactly. think about, so think about those yeah. are good things yeah. to think about. Yeah. So those are our excellence awards. And then the other main category is our milestone recognition, um, which historically has been service awards. So you've worked here 10 years, 15 years, and so on. Um, and then we added on uh, retirement recognition as yes. well, because there is that's a huge milestone. With service recognition, we actually made a change as well to recognize more frequently. Because when we're thinking about what we talked about with Timely, we were doing it previously once a year. It's a huge lift. I mean, it's a big event. It, it's not easy to do. And, and it was being done once a year. Because that's what what was working at the time. But for I think we both fall in this category. My service anniversary was a month after the cutoff date. So when I had been here 10 years, I didn't get recognized till I'd been here 11. That's from me too. Yeah. Me too. Still appreciated being recognized, but it sort of lost the impact. You know, they're like, congratulations on your 10 years of service. You're like, well, it's actually 11 now, but. So we, we have upped it to twice a year. Maybe eventually we'll be able to do it even more frequently, but just to make it a little more timely. Yeah. Another thing that can really help with the timeliness of service anniversaries is our new tool with Workday. Workday now will list anniversaries of the staff that work for you. So you'll be able to see when they reach those milestones. And you can say, you know what? Happy anniversary. You've been here three years. That's amazing. Yeah. So. So really timely then on the day, yeah, on the anniversary, on the you could have in your department some kind of recognition. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm also thinking in terms of timeliness, this new where we are about to start recognizing folks with a little gift when they reach their one year their mark. one year. I'm ready to start that. We're, we're been, so close. We're so you've close. You've been working hard on this, Laura. Do you yeah. want to say a little bit about well, that? Well, one of the other things that we have done is really ramped up onboarding. And one big thing with onboarding is the impact that you make over the first year. It's not just the first day. We could do a whole other podcast on this. Well, I think we will, uh, yes. But we should. We are going to now recognize people when they reach their one year anniversary. Because that's a big milestone, starting a new job, um, settling in, making it through all this, you know, new steps. So at one year, we are going to be uh, sending a Cardinal Bird keychain, one year of service on it and a thank you note for their for their time. So I'm super excited. We're going to start doing that here in the next month. I am so excited about that as well. Just really increasing the, the number of touches and the number of times, because otherwise, Service recognition for us starts at 10, 10 years. years. And that's yeah. a long time, it is a long time to wait to recognize. The research is, is pretty clear here that w- the one year mark is a really good moment to, to uh, express that appreciation and recognition. I think we will do some uh, uh, future episodes about onboarding yeah. and the importance there. I'll just mention too, we also are doing like a six month check in with yep. folks. And it's, it is a chance for recognition. It is a chance to say, congratulations, yeah. your first six months. Let's, Let's celebrate some of your successes. Tell us what's been going well. Tell us what we can help you with. So that kind of like fits in this category of recognition as well. Yeah, definitely. What I love about the Employee Success Center and the work we've been able to do is it's these are those 
pieces of the employment puzzle, you know, this this uh, being a great place to work that we all want to have happen. We just now have a place and a group of people who that can focus on that. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what we focus on every day. It's yeah. like, how do we uh, really make our faculty and staff feel appreciated and connected and make sure they have tools and support? And so that's like, you know, man, talk about loving your work. Yeah. That's that's I feel exciting. like if you asked most people, they wouldn't say no, I don't want to recognize my. That's right. <laughs> there might be some. We could probably think of one each. You know, like everyone has an example, but most people want to. Sometimes it's not knowing where to start. So being able to dedicate resources for that um, and times that we can help take care of it. That's right. For you as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think one of the other things that we we have been able to do, and if we're talking about the onboarding, we'll briefly mention is the welcome gift. Oh, that's right. And. Yeah. They haven't done work yet, but we're showing appreciation that they have come here and we're starting, setting the tone. That's right. We're going to keep it going. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that is a great, that just that um, appreciation that you chose you about yeah. and you're going to be a part of this great community. Yeah. So thank you for that yeah, as it's well. Being, it's kind of giving that inclusion to the university and the, the belonging to the university. Um, and then the appreciation keeps that going. Yes. Well, Laura, I really appreciate you. I mean, I really appreciate this work that you've done. Your, um, your work here has like just been amazing. And people now have all these great tools. We have this, we're changing the culture and, and I am excited because you are leading that effort. So thank you for that. Thank you. uh, And I appreciate you. Hey, thank you. (laughs) I thank you. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I've loved having this conversation yeah, with you. Yeah, it's been fun. And I've got one little final piece for you. Okay. It's called, I'm, I'm telling you this like you don't know. Yeah. R- Laura's the producer of this show, so she knows the, the speed round. The speed round. And you might have thought you would escape it, uh, but you're not. You're, okay. You're, you're, you're here. So I think I'm ready. I think you are. I think I'm ready. I'm just going to share. I'm just going to start a <laughs> sentence and you just finish with whatever comes okay. to mind. Okay. How about we'll start with success is? Success is balance Mm. between my professional ambitions and my family and my life. Mm. If I can feel the balance that gives me joy, that is success. Good to know. (laughs) Good to know. A great boss. Cares. I think that if a boss cares, the rest will come. The best job I ever had was. Okay, so this one I had to think about. I want to say this one. Because truly, this is one of my favorite jobs that I've had. You don't have to say this. But if I'm going to be honest, I think my best job was probably the first job I had when I was a teenager. And I was an exercise rider for five polo horses. And I got paid to ride horses all day long, which was my Uh, dream. We can't compete with that. What are you talking about? I know. Oh, my goodness. It was amazing. Best job. Talk about your... Because it gave me joy. (laughs) Yeah. And and your passion and your work. Oh, because you love horse I love horses. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I got paid to do it. Best job. Someone who inspires me. My mom. Mm -hmm. I know you've heard me say this before. Uh, My mom was an amazing leader um, in in her community. And she worked um, tirelessly, all volunteer work. And I think as a kid, I didn't realize how much she worked. Um, But over the years, as an adult, I've appreciated it more. She's made a big impact on a lot of people. Um, And we lost her this year. 
So I, I really, you know, miss that. I maybe didn't get to share with her as much as I, I appreciated and, and respected what she did. But I've loved hearing stories about everything she's done and people she has impacted in her volunteer work in the art community. I've loved hearing those stories too, <laughs> Laura. I didn't know your mom, but I've, I've learned so much more about her from yeah. your stories and people I've met who knew her. And she, she was a great leader. She, she was. She really was. Yeah. Yep. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Oh boy. At my retirement party. This is, uh, you know, yeah. you're not retired. Let's just put it out there. You're not retiring for a long, long time. But <laughs> at my retirement party, I want people to say. I want people to say, I remember when you helped me with fill in the blank. Because one of my favorite things to do in my work is to help people. Whether that's with onboarding, whether that's with recognition or whatever might come in my long time till I retire, <laughs> probably. Just that I remember when you made a difference in something that I did or you helped me with this and that it was fun. Yes. I want it to be a fun party. Yes. Too. Those sound like <laughs> really great messages. We are going to yeah. make sure it's a fun party Gotta for you, fun. Laura. Um, well, listen, again, thank you so much for everything that you do. We're going to put some of these tools in the notes so people can find them easily, yes. of course. And, um, and then just stay tuned, listeners, because... Laura's uh, wheels are always turning. She's always thinking of new ways to help you be successful. Yes, so I love it. Yeah. I got to keep things fresh. So here's one challenge for everyone at the end of this podcast. When you're done, go send a cargram oh. to one person at least. Don't start picking up the... No. If you're driving in a car like I am when I listen to podcasts, park and then send your cargram. There you but go. Then send the cargram. Do it now. <laughs> And then, and then make it part of your weekly yeah, practice. Because it's so easy to just be like, I'm going to do that this week. I've set aside time. And then how many days do our calendars get away from us? So that is a great a challenge. Tip. All right. All right. Everyone. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. The Employee Success Podcast is part of the Employee Success Center at the University of Louisville. Hosted by me, Brian Buford, Executive Director for University Culture and Employee Success. Produced by Laura McDaniels with assistance from Amber Corvin. You can find us at louisville.edu slash employee success or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at UofL employee success or Twitter at UofL EMPL success. Till next time. Thanks, friends. Thanks.